0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. And I am here today with Scott Slatton, the Municipal Association's Director of Advocacy and Communications. Hey Russell. How are you? I'm doing well, I hope you are. I'm doing well, I'm doing well. We are talking today about something that I believe is near and dear to your heart, and that is Hometown Economic Development Grants.
1: Yeah, as, uh, as our good friend Casey Fields likes to say when she talks about the Association of South Carolina Mayors, she birthed that group. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not going to say that I birthed the Hometown Economic Development Grants, but I've been a part of the uh, program since the ground floor helped develop the idea uh, with our former executive director Miriam Hare, and have been uh, administering the program ever since 2016. I want to say 16 when yeah. we first started this. Yeah.
0: So we talk about it every year, but it it always bears repeating for those who are not familiar. What is what is the purpose and intent of these grants? Yeah, the
1: grant program was developed and continues to be in place. Uh, in an effort to have give cities the opportunity to improve economic development opportunities and quality of life in their city or town. So the association has provided uh, $25,000 grants to a number of cities and towns uh, since 2016 when we started the program for those types of projects, for planning projects, for infrastructure projects, park projects, uh, business development projects, you name it. Uh, There's a a wide array of projects that have been proposed and then funded uh, through the grant program, and we're really proud of it and are happy to be able to continue to offer it uh, for the foreseeable future.
0: Okay. So, the idea here, the reason we're talking is to is to spread the word on both the opportunity and also what the cities and towns would need to do in order to pursue one of these grants. So could we talk about deadlines, the application
1: process, and the judging process? right. Um, the The program will offer uh, grants of twenty five thousand dollars for twelve cities and towns across the state. You must apply online, uh, online only. We don't take, we haven't taken paper applications since the very first year. There's a form on the uh, website, www.masc.sc, keyword hometown grants. Mm-hmm. Well, I see you smiling. You knew I was going to get that in.
0: I, I was about to prompt you for the, <laughs> for that web address. And you never have to
1: prompt me for the website address, Russell. Uh, go on to the website. Type in Hometown Grants in the search box, and that'll take you to the Hometown Grants webpage uh, where you can access the application. The application is a form that's embedded in the webpage. It's very easy to, to use. Uh, you answer the questions, and there's a character limit. There's a word limit. So brevity is king. you gotta be, uh, you got to be concise. You fill the form out. You pass a resolution. Your city council Mm-hmm. has to pass a resolution in support of the grant application and and submit that before the grant deadline, mm-hmm. which is September the 25th. That's a Friday, I believe, uh, and that's a 5 o'clock deadline. Mm-hmm. So you fill out the form online and then hit the submit button. You can save your work as you go along uh, if you want to do it that way. A lot of cities, what they'll do is, Go and look at the questions that are being asked in the form, and then answer those questions in a Microsoft Word document or some sort of a you know some sort of a word processing uh, software, mm-hmm. and then you can just cut and paste, copy and paste those that, that text into the form boxes that are on the website. So it's easy to use. And then if you're you know if you get halfway through and you get interrupted or you want to come back to it, then you can save the work. And what it will do is email the contact person that you put into the form. It will email them a link back to the application, to the mm-hmm. application that's in progress. So if, if you, Russell, were the one who was filling out the form, but you put in my email address as the contact person, and uh, in, in there's a couple of places where you put a contact in, mm-hmm. if you put my name, my email address in both of those places, then it would send me the notice with the link to come back, and you'd have to figure out where did it go. So if you're, if whoever's filling out the form needs to be the contact person, and of course the mayor, the mayor's contact information is is required to be put in there. So mm-hmm. just pay attention to that uh, for those of you who may be actually uh, filling out the the application yourself.
0: And there are. There are some past recipients who are not eligible this year.
1: Right. If you win a grant, if you are one of the past winners, you can only receive a grant, you can only win a grant every two years. So the the cities and towns that won in 2019 aren't eligible to apply again until 2022 because mm-hmm. you get two years to spend your your money after you're awarded. And and it also helps to ensure that more cities and towns get the opportunity to uh, to submit an application that, that we, so we can spread the money around. Um, th- you know these these grants are very competitive. We've had a really good response since the very first year. We have on average between I'd say fifty five and seventy applications every year uh, who are who are competing for up to twelve grants of $25,000, there have been occasions in the past where we somebody didn't ask for all of the money or mm-hmm. someone was awarded, a city was awarded and then wasn't able to start their project because of some circumstances that changed. And so we've been able to, when we can and have additional funds, we'll fund another another grant. Mm-hmm. One of the questions that's on the application is, are, is your city or town willing to accept a lesser amount than the full amount, or whatever you might ask for? I always encourage uh, cities to ask for the full twenty-five thousand. But mm. if you say yes, then there's a chance that you might get uh, a, a fair bit of funding. I'll take the uh, the town of Richburg, for example. They were awarded a grant in twenty eighteen. After they applied, but they did—they weren't—they were the thirteenth highest ranking application, right? Well, uh, another city or town was unable to use their funds, or or they they you know they declined the grant. I can't remember exactly what happened. So we reached out to the town of Richburg and said, "Hey, you you, sit, you indicated you'd be willing to take a lesser amount. Would you?" They applied for twenty five thousand. We asked them will you take 20 they said absolutely well <laughs> we're happy to take it so uh, you know answer yes and, and you don't have to take it if you don't uh, if you don't want the lesser amount but there's <clears> a chance some sometimes there's a chance you'll do that you ask about scoring or the the judging we have three judges that we use all of whom are extremely familiar with local government who have worked in local government or worked very closely with local governments either previously or or currently and I'm mm-hmm. I won't I'm not going to reveal who the judges are but please understand and know that they are extremely experienced they are very knowledgeable about, about local government projects and and the grant making and grant writing process so uh, what they do is score the applications based on th- three rounds of criteria the first round of criteria in, includes the financial need of the city for the for the money why mm-hmm. does your city need the, the money why can't you complete this project without the the grant funds mm-hmm. the effect on the quality of life that you anticipate the uh, the project to have uh, for the city or town and then there is another there is another criteria that if you'll just hold on, look, everybody hold on, I'm just looking at my... We're pulling uh, it up on the website. Yeah, right the now. return on investment. So the, the return on investment, what what do you expect the, the return on the use of these funds to be? What's the return on the investment if you're awarded? So uh, those three questions, criteria are evaluated on a scale of one to five, five being the highest, one being the lowest, we each of the three judges uh, judge all three rounds of uh, criteria, which you'll find on the website. Mm-hmm. We average those scores together, and we we start with round one. We 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 establish the ranking based on the first round of scores. If that doesn't shake out the number of grants that we need, then we go to the second round, and then the third round mm-hmm. until we have. The number of winners that uh, that we're seeking, and it's really interesting that over the years, uh, I guess this is the fifth year that we'll be doing this. I think something like that. Mm. Uh, this will be the fifth fifth set of criteria, fifth set of uh, of, of judging that we'll do. Uh, we've only had to go to round two once, I think. So the scores fall out quite quite naturally. Um, but also and I'll say I, I said earlier that we get between fifty five and seventy applications every year. The the differential between the highest scoring uh, application and the last winner is usually within a point or two, not even. And then the difference between the, the last highest ranking application and the bottom, the very bottom, the very lowest scoring application is only within a point or so. So it is competitive. It is very competitive, and uh, we're happy to help. I'm happy to help uh, applicants uh, with areas where I think, where we think, maybe they can improve their application. I have mm-hmm. conversations like that every year with uh, cities who call up and they'll say, "Hey, you know, where where do you think we can improve?" We'll look at the scores, look at the judges' scores, and then look at the application itself. and And I'll, I I try to give as much insight as I can with the understanding that having not talked to the judges and we don't talk to the judges afterwards or in advance, we just give them the criteria and they go they go on their own. Um, so I, I offer as much insight as I can and, and hopefully that helps improve those applications in subsequent years.
0: So speaking of that, that kind of assistance, for those who are who are looking for ideas, uh, can we talk about you know some of the um, yeah the the 2019 ones or some of the other recent ones?
1: Yeah, so last year we awarded 12 grants, I believe. They rain. They're all over the place. You've got the town of Allandale applied for and won money to uh, develop a, a a master park plan. A pl- uh, their their municipal park that they're developing. Uh, they're going to do a. They're going to use that to to do a plan for that. Calum Falls. Uh, over Nabbyville County, they use their funds to help construct a farmers market pavilion mm-hmm. uh, to help maybe solve some of the. I just read the other day that food desert is not a a preferred term anymore, but a uh, a a food scarce, fresh food scarce area. Mm-hmm. So now that they're conducting their farmers market out of the heat and the elements, hopefully uh, to to bring more people into town. Just talked today to the city of Marion, who is using their funds for a uh, facade grant program that they have uh, developed, and and of course theirs theirs is not alone. The uh, central is finishing up their facade grant program that they used they used our funds for, and in fact I had a phone call with uh, with Stephanie Rizzo from the city of Marion this morning, who called to say, look, part of our application said we were going to do. Uh, we were going to use some of the funding for some some paint work for exterior facades, but uh, due to the changing uh, conditions as a result of the COVID-19, we want to help our businesses to to attract residents and attract customers. So we want to make sure that people understand that they're open. Can we do some other things outside of what we? discuss what we mentioned specifically in our application mm-hmm. but it's still in keeping with our overall project and what we want to do and of course we're happy to extend that accommodation and flexibility to uh, to winners uh, when they need to we just we just need we want to know about that in advance. Town of Prosperity is going to retrofit their depot gosh there's just all kind of good projects the city of Union, uh, had a, a a building that burned downtown a number of years ago. They're going to use our funds to help clean that space up and use it as a uh, an alleyway, but a, a nice transition from the back parking lots on their main street, where people can walk through this breezeway, if you will, this public space that will be, um, you know, landscaped and have benches, and they'll be able to use it for activities. People will walk through that to get to Main Street. It's mm-hmm. a it's a great project. So really, the, there's no there's no limitation. But that's those are all kind of uh, aesthetic type projects, infrastructure projects. If a city or a town has a water or sewer project that would be have an economic or economic development or quality of life component to it, we would encourage you to use that. In fact, the town of Estill a number of years ago. Used their twenty five thousand dollars that they won at to as half of their match of fifty thousand for a community development block grant that uh, raised an old manufacturing building and some derelict properties uh, there in town. So the 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 projects are myriad. So I would encourage you to uh, think about uh, what sort of a need you have in your community and uh, and, and apply for the money.
0: Mm-hmm. Get creative with it. Absolutely. We have a reminder in the Uptown Publication. We put reminders in the Uptown Update emails. Be sure to get those if you don't.
1: When again, Scott, is that deadline? Deadline is September the 25th at 5 o'clock. That's a Friday. Uh, And we will announce the winners no later than October the 31st. We usually announce them much earlier than that, but uh, end of October is when we'll uh, notify each of the winners going forward. And then even though... Uh, we te- technically we say you, your your project starts January first of twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Cities can start spending the money right away if they if they want to. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Any final thoughts?
1: No, I think that's it. I, it's a fun it's a fun project for me to see these great uh, these great applications come through, and uh, I hope hope we have a great response this year. I'm really going to be interested to see what what sort of unique challenges uh, the grant program may be able to help cities overcome in uh, in light of the, the circumstances that we're facing right mm-hmm. now so uh, keep that in mind too if you're if you're uh, if you're facing something unique in your community um, you know we can tailor you can tailor your your application to to those circumstances and hopefully get awarded
0: absolutely Scott thank you
1: Thank you Russell